0: Rocker on Transparency Talks
1: Podcast. Making perfect spice choices for healthy food is important to manage chronic diseases. We have focused on a specific line of spices that can really fit your diabetic lifestyle. Our spice flavors are a game changer. We have created unique blends of all-purpose seasonings that are salt-free, gluten-free, with no additives and preservatives, great for chronic conditions like high blood pressure, obesity, and heart disease. These spices contain antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal properties, and improve digestive function and metabolism. Choose diabetic cuisine spices for your family to feel more safe, confident, and support healthy aging.
0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Transparency Talks Podcast. Listen, we have an amazing show for you guys today. She is a three-time author and the founder of WordSmith Enterprises LLC, known as the Abundance Cultivator Consultant. Can everyone please show some love to Miss Tamika Smith?
1: How are you doing, Tamika? So nice to be here. Thank you so much, brother, for having me on. I'm good. How are you? I am doing excellent. We are
0: still alive and you know, what more can you ask for? <laughs>
1: Nothing else to say. We are alive and well, and we're getting into the holiday season, so it's a great day.
0: Absolutely. So can you let
1: everybody know a little bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. So born and raised here in Durham, North Carolina. I am the oldest and the shortest of my siblings, so just <laughs> a natural-born leader. And, uh, and as a child, I would you know, write a lot of journals and uh, raised in a single-parent household at one point. And just saw the tenacity of my mother and that definitely inspired me. And then with her love of reading, and that's where I picked that up from. And then I read a book, um, My Angelo, I know why the cage bird sings, and was just like, Oh man, I just wanna, you know tell my story one day not understanding the whole magnitude of me telling stories and now here we are four books later and then now I'm helping other people push their book babies out as well so it's been a wild ride okay so I had it wrong you got four books out yeah, it changed since the flyer yeah okay,
0: okay. <laughs> so I know about shattering the glass house can you tell us a little bit about that
1: yeah so that inspired me to you know start all of this so uh back in uh 2010 i left an abusive relationship uh not only did i leave an abusive relationship it was also two brown boys with me too one in diapers and one in pull-ups and uh it was a near-death situation so it was very very serious that was a nearly five-year relationship and uh, with that relationship, it was all kind of abuse. Some people think that abuse is only, when it comes to physical, is much deeper than the bruises that you can see. The temporary, those are temporary that can go away. Uh, there was financial abuse, there was mental, emotional abuse, even uh, you know, spiritual abuse, abuse with that as well. So at one point I just got tired and, and left. I pretended to be late for work one day and packed everything I could with the babies and left and never turned back. And so that was where, because especially with relationships with, you know, the Megan Good. We heard that yesterday with Megan Good and Divine uh Franklin, uh, you know, so many people from the outside looking in. So I'm like, I'm gonna be transparent. Let me tell my story. And so that's why I came up with Shattering the Glass House.
0: Okay, did Did your domestic abuse experience propel you to start your business?
1: Absolutely. I remember at one point, because we were even in the shelter at one point, we stayed there for 10 months uh, to get back on my feet. And it really propelled me to write my uh, books and also tell my story to other people. I remember telling my stories and people's eyes would be just wide, like, oh my God. You survive all that? You don't look like you went through abuse. And I, that just had me like kind of offended. Like, well, what does abuse look like? And that really propelled me. And then when you tell your story, you get inboxes of other people. And I was in the courthouse and people would come up to me and tell their stories when I was getting the order protection. I'm like, I'm trying to go through my healing process mm-hmm. and, and I'll pray for you. But in the same token, it, it just gave me a, a aha moment. Like Oprah like to say, Definitely gave me an aha moment to be like, okay, I have something here. My last name is Smith, you know, a little play on words. And so that's what, what created Wordsmith Enterprises. Okay. All right.
0: I was going to ask you what Wordsmith meant, but I like yeah. that. I like that a lot.
1: So what all does Wordsmith Enterprises entail? So all we entail is, you know, we do the whole the consulting and so some people just come to me not knowing how to do their strategies and you know, especially with the new year coming up, I'm definitely doing some strategy sessions for first quarter, Um, many people write books don't know how to market, marketing is just, you know, simplified storytelling. Uh, The words that we say, how we say it it does matter in connecting with people. And as you know, uh, doing, you know, your stories and scripts and everything, it does matter. Every word matters in the placement, definitely matters. So helping people write their books and, you know, having that ideas and birthing out books with other people. So that's all what we do. And even with websites, so I'm a multi-talented person over here. Okay.
0: So what did you think was your turning point to make you say, I have to get out of this relationship?
1: So the turning point for me, it, it was, I thought the kids would help him change. That did not change. Even when I was pregnant, there were some uh, situations that happened. And then it was when he had his hands around my neck. And I'm like, okay, that was the last straw for me. And that's what made me leave. And I almost blacked out. And I'm like, I want to see another day. I want to raise my kids, even if I have to do it alone, whatever it will take. i am always been a go-getter. Been working since I was like 14. That's That's not a problem to find a job. So it's just like I'm seeing all these news stories of women dying. Uh, from abusive relationships and I believe I I had a copy of Steve Harvey's book think like a man and even though I didn't agree with everything that was said some things resonated with me especially when it came to the Mm self-esteem and just having some self-worth and building up my confidence and that's what helped me get out of that relationship and just my faith of course helped me just just make a move. I'd rather <laughs> die trying than just to sit there and just encounter all that abuse in the living hell that I was personally going through.
2: I shot you down, bang, bang. You hit the ground, bang, bang. That awful sound. Bang, bang. I
3: used to shoot. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one. Well, maybe I'll be the one. Who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life. How many wrongs are you ever going to turn to right? Yeah. And we live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I met a man, it was just the other day. Uh-huh. Trying to get some food on his plate, man, he couldn't even make his own way. Uh-huh. Two kids, baby mama, he the father in the son, trying to beat another case. Young man, celebrate, cause you only live once, gotta make it all great. You all gotta keep moving. Though this life may bring you down, you're not losing. Be yourself and no one else, keep pursuing. I just wanna bring y'all hope through this music. Cause we're just all human. So stand up and face the world. Who's gonna be the one to change the world? Maybe I'll be the one, or maybe I'll be the one, who's gonna be the one to change the world? Well, maybe I'll be the one, or maybe I'll be the one, who's gonna be the one to stand and fight? Yeah. They said I cannot be talking, but I'm about that life. Yeah. How many wrongs are you ever gonna turn to right? We live in a dark world, so let's turn it bright, yeah!
0: Your story is something that's needed because a lot of people are in situations and they feel like they're stuck or they don't want to talk about it and different things. So I want to talk a little bit more about this. What are some of the mental and emotional symptoms of physically abused people?
1: So there's a term, there's a couple terms, and I know gaslighting is a new term that a lot of people like to use right now. Gaslighting? Um, gaslighting. Okay. So gaslighting is where something happens to you and they pretend like it never happened. Mm. And, and it is playing with your your mental state. Like I know what happened. And, and they try to, you know, uh, another term is called flying monkeys, where the narcissist is using other people as if you're the the villain in the situation so it's it's not just you it's other people and in my instance the mother stayed the parents stayed across the street which was so crazy and you know in the church and all this stuff Mm -hmm. so you know saying he loved me how can somebody love me if he put his hands on me Mm -hmm. I'm not a confrontational type of woman first of all and if I'm getting mad I you know I get loud but that still doesn't dictate you hitting and touching me and violating me in in several ways right so with the emotional it's just like I remember one time I had to get uh, my gallbladder taken out after I had my second son and he was just like you got your family down here feeling sorry for you I'm like what I was just under anesthesia (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. crazy it's not feeling sorry for me I need help Mm -hmm. Oh, he just never liked me having any attention besides him. So it was just a a constant cycle of abuse. And it was just, it was so insane.
0: Yeah, definitely. Why do you feel most abused victims sweep their abuse under the rug?
1: So that's a really great question. With me, I would say, and a lot of others that I have spoken with, it's shame especially because if you're educated and, and you feel like, okay, what did I do to deserve to be in this type of relationship? And you start to question yourself, your abilities and the, the shame and guilty, feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. And like I said before uh, about the kids, you know, want to have a family, wanting to not be separated because I didn't want... The boys because I thought that would be best but it was actually hurting with us being together and so there's so many things that somebody could be dealing with it could be self-esteem issues, self-worth and also control I know when I dealt with uh, my children's father he had threats of killing my family. And I've seen, you know, news reports. We all seen news reports where that has happened and it ended up being a murder-suicide. And I definitely didn't want the case. And even one time I remember he would say, you know, I would put drugs on you if you ever leave me. I'm like, what? Wow. Yeah, so it was definitely insane that he didn't smoke or drink. It was just a lot of mental issues going on there.
0: Did you ever think that there would be a point where you felt like well if he's doing it to me it could possibly turn on he could possibly turn on to our kids
1: yeah and that's another great question so uh, he because he lied to me at the beginning of our relationship when I asked him you know how many kids do you have he told me one end up being a total of six with oh the kids. yes yes so I did see how he interacted with his other kids Mm-hmm. And uh, although I never saw him like hit his kids, it would, he would just say things to them. And I'm like, that's so out of pocket. You shouldn't mm-hmm. talk to your child like that. Mm-hmm. Do you think communication is vital
0: for people's survival, especially dealing with domestic abuse?
1: Absolutely. Communication is definitely key. And when you feel like you're isolated, which... The narcissist in that relationship, whether it's men, female, uh, homosexual type of relationships, yeah, communication is definitely key. And they will be like helicopters. Uh, he checked my cell phone bills and all that stuff, emails, <laughs> and all that. Wow! How long I was on the phone calls, and it was like, okay, I'm I'm grown. I'm not cheating on you. what's the deal? So it can definitely be nerve-wracking and just a lot of mental anguish that happens in those type of relationships. but how does
0: one safely seek help because that's the problem you know they feel like they can't talk to anybody because like you said, he threatened to you know harm your family and stuff like that so that silences people
1: it does. And a lot of times, especially when the man is making more money or the woman is making more money, they use that money as control and, and you just have to know your resources. You also have to realize that if you want to live, you're just going to have to make some sacrifices. That sacrifice might mean you staying in a shelter. Uh, a lot of funding are is getting cut from these shelters that's housing women and family and there's very few housing for men and i encourage anybody that's listening to me create some housing for men too because they go through abusive relationships as well yeah. and knowing that you have to get out if you have to put your uh, browser settings in private mode for you to do the research. Go to the library. That's still a thing. It's still out there and it's free. It's a free resource for you to get the information. Go to your social services office. That can help too.
0: Okay. So do you think mental and emotional abuse is just as bad as physical abuse?
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, the physical abuse is what you see in... One thing that kind of grinds my gears, so to speak, is when it's um, (laughs) in October, there's a Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Mm -hmm. And I see pictures of actors that have the bruises on their faces. And I'm like, that's not it. I, I get what message you're trying to resonate to people to get their attention mm-hmm. but it is so much more deeper than physical abuse mm-hmm. the emotional abuse that people go through post-traumatic stress is not just when it comes to military the post-traumatic stress you feeling like you're walking on eggshells you have to navigate that journey of healing with a therapist with a psychotherapist a psychologist a someone that can uh, give you the additional support that you need so you can get out that relationship get your mental right we, we want to get snatched and look good and stuff but we're still broken on the inside mm-hmm. and we can jump to another relationship and bleed all on them because we're not properly healed
0: we taking a pause for the cause it's your girl butterby rocker transparency talks podcast baby this is samurai Tai with rose gold
4: Sonny, try to try me i'm not talking he'll figure you a rug rack, call him tommy. tommy when i finish my performance they say bravo like i'm johnny, johnny. got a baddie from hawaii and she looking like heylani Bam. beat the beat up her like hibachi her i be dripping in Versace. Yeah. ain't nobody gonna stop me all these groupies wanna top me i just met her in the lobby doing yes. numbers while you floppy did floppy. you even sell a copy my clean cleaning you be choppy no. City counting the money I made from the back and it's still in the back, back I am a samurai, you were at after I guess i start calling you Jack Jack Listen to all of my singers, you know I got pack and I run up a set, set This life I'm living this sweetie, you know that I'm Cody, my homie be Zach Zach You know we build off each other and that's how we gon' make our way to the map, man You know if you shots plays, we'll have you out bad and it's gon' be a rap, rap You know my homie shit bundles, he got it, he circulated through the trap, trap You know we pull up and it not on city, no see, but we using a strap uh. Skirt in the foreign go crazy like ludicrous, You should just get on my way, ayy I just be doing all my thing, if you hate, it, don't matter cause I'm and pay, ayy. Making these movies, she turns to a groupie and she might pull up to the place, ayy. BBS on me is dripping and look like a liquid you put in a vase, ayy. Send me the track and I'll ship it tomorrow. I pay in cash on my ass got a borrow. Get to the wop every day, I'm on auto. Stack up and focus, cause that is the model. I want count of like I hit the lotto. I'm on no mission, I'm going full throttle. I'm seeing straight through that head like a bottle. Cash on my pockets is making me waddle. Two-tone Lamborghini, skirt the streets, I'm with my bro. Shardy says she want me now, cause I put Gucci on the toes. Go to Linux, spin the bag, and put the zana on my clothes. Who pretends that's how I'm stepping? Got my bottoms like a rose Man. Going up I only grow Homies with me cause they know Cup is whiter than the snow Diamonds cold I blow my nose I've been dripping like a hose And I'm bound to reach my goals yeah. Let's see I go cross the souls. PS4 I'm in control Glam my pop and it got that kickback I'm secure on no patrol She said she wanna hit my kickback Now she sippin' on patrol She from Texas, straight from Austin But her heart is stone cold But this ice gon' change her mind Because she like this rose gold When she try to hit my line She tryna reach my own. She thinks she's so grown Get that bag, I count that bread And I'ma take the whole roll I can do this on my own I'm self-efficient so low
1: You feel that domestic violence increased during the pandemic? Absolutely. And I was talking about this on another interview because everybody's in the house. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with life stress. You don't know where your next paycheck is coming from. It definitely increased during the pandemic, unfortunately. Wow.
0: Okay, so you have some ways that people can heal through storytelling. Mm-hmm. One of your tips is knowing the power of the pen, leaving a legacy and seeing hope. Can you break down those? So what do you mean by the power of the pen?
1: That's, that's a good question. So breaking down the power of the pen is where I pick, I'm a lefty. I'm a, well, I got a pencil here. Just picking this up. Mm-hmm. I couldn't always say how I felt. Uh, writing has always been cathartic for me you get healing not only for the person that's reading the book, but for you too. that's where the first healing uh, comes from. So when you write a book, when you tell a story, you're telling your emotions. It's real, it's raw, it's uncomfortable. Some points could be having you laughing, sometimes crying, but it's the human experience. Mm -hmm. So when you are being transparent about what happened to you, Nobody can have that control over your story. It might be a different perspective from somebody else, but that's when you regain your power back. It was when I was getting the order protection, a temporary one, and had to go back and get a a permanent one. And my grandfather told me, write down everything that happened to you. Mm -hmm. I wrote it, emotionally broke down. I was like, wow. I went through all that, no scratches on my face, no bruises on my body.
5: Mm -hmm.
1: And it was the grace of God that helped me carry out the the legacy, the life, the mission to, to go ahead and create this, the book that birthed out many other books and to help other people. So I regained my purpose within that as well.
0: Now, everybody is not, a, is not a writer to the sense where they want to become an author. Do you right. still recommend that they use their voice and still write it down? And, and if so, would you do this if you're still in the abusive relationship or do you do this afterwards? Because wouldn't you be scared of somebody finding what, what your thoughts are?
1: So I would say, because it can be a slippery slope, Mm-hmm. Uh, because that could trigger that abuser to do something to you, and, and that's what you definitely want to avoid. I would definitely recommend if you have um, some way to have it privately, write it down, or have a trusted person where you can share your story with. Get a, a PO box
5: mm-hmm. that
1: they, that person don't know about, and just to have your stuff saved and have records because. It's hard to get a person that's abusing you, especially if they're very cunning and and, and sneaky and, and conniving to prove the fact that you're getting abused because they'll go back to that word again, get gaslighting, and they'll use it a lot on that victim. So I understand that everybody's not a writer, but I recommend everybody to journal.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's what you know a therapist told me, journal it out. Um, There's art therapy. You know, music. There's different outlets to to, just to express yourself, because imagine being in a relationship like I was for nearly five years and you feel like you don't have a voice. Mm -hmm. And then when you take that muzzle off, it's like, okay, what's good to say? What's not to say? Because you can be like me dealing with a lot of anger. So you have to know what what is necessary to say and what's not especially when it comes to social media
0: mm-hmm, definitely so we're talking about healing through storytelling the next thing you had talked about was leaving a legacy and seeing hope what do you mean by that
1: so i'm so big on, but it just leaving a legacy for my kids mm-hmm. and their legacy may not be storytelling but we all have a story it may not be in a public view in the public eye but how do you want your life to live uh, how do you want to lead other people because leading comes from the back and so with my kids it's like okay what do you want to do how do you want to help the community because through my actions they see how my heart is so big when it comes to giving to helping the homeless to even though we were homeless at one point uh but still not having a hard heart because of life we all deal with life issues it may not be domestic violence a lot of people resonated with me because i went through the, the depression still navigate through anxiety so a lot of people go through that too and separating and all other layers of life and mm-hmm. having generational wealth that's important to me uh, being the financial literacy, the things that holds people in those abusive relationships Mm-hmm. I just want to teach people and learn as well how to break away from the toxic. so we don't have that same cycle of abuse go on.
0: Right. And when you say and seeing hope, what do you mean by that?
1: Well, hope, because a lot of people are in despair, uh, especially around this time of year, uh, despair because they lost people that was close to them mm-hmm. uh, and they need a beacon of hope. And we're all created to be lights of the world. So and, and with so much darkness going on, being a positive influence on ourselves, first of all, into the world, our, our, the people that we are um, influenced to be a part of. We're
0: taking another pause for the Cause Transparency Talks podcast, baby. This is one of my singles from my first album. This is called You Said.
2: You were here right by my side Sometimes I wish you didn't tell so many lies Sometimes I wish that you didn't tell so many dead lies stop
0: There are several ways you can tune in to Transparency Talks Podcasts, including Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Blaze One Radio in Atlanta, Squeaky Radio in Detroit, Glass FM in Nigeria, Soul City to Beat in Italy, London's Energy Radio in London, Rock Dan Radio in Canada, Soul Fusion Radio in South Africa, and Q-Mix Radio in Japan. You can listen in to any of the stations by going to butterbeerocka.com. That's B-U-T-T-A-B-R-O-C-K-A.com. Follow me on all social medias at Transparency Talks Podcast, also at Butterbiraka, And subscribe today to my YouTube channel at Transparency Talks Podcast. I do have another question for you. I want to go back a little bit about domestic violence do you believe domestic violence can sometimes be a vicious cycle
1: absolutely it can be a vicious cycle and it's a cycle that can be broken uh the cycle it happens I even asked my children's father you know what's going on with you and um I saw some things with some of his family members and I'm like okay that's where that came from Mm -hmm. And so, and and I like the saying, hurt people, hurt people and heal people can heal people too. So once we get out of these mindsets and and, um, something that's very negative that goes on in, in families, especially black families, when they say what goes on in this house stays in this house. And so when we get out of that kind of mindset and level of thinking, a lot of those cycles can be broken, not even when it comes to domestic violence, but uh, even molestation, um, just doing a whole bunch of stuff that's just negative and toxic, alcohol and drug abuse. and It's just so much. And once we be transparent with ourselves, we can be transparent with other people and help. You may not be writing a book but your story still matters.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, definitely. Why do you think that that people in abusive relationships sometimes will go back, not necessarily to that relationship, but go into other abusive relationships? That is a really
1: good question, Bada. <laughs> so when people are not properly healed, mm-hmm. they don't take the time out for themselves because a lot of people have a real issue being by themselves, So when you get the proper counseling, I'm a strong advocate of mental health and wellness. And when you take the time out to be an adult about yours, speak with somebody, be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. We can be so vulnerable with other parts of our lives that we don't want to be intimate when it comes to our feelings and emotions. And so once we get, intimate with our feelings and emotions that's where the healing process can begin that's where we can discern who is really for us and who is against us because if you walk around and continue to be a doormat that's going to cause you to have toxic friendships mm-hmm. you're going to be in a workplace where you're going to be dealing in a toxic environment and even spiritually you can be in a toxic environment relationships. So it's so beyond just a romantic type of relationship. If you deal with your stuff, that baggage, it will get lighter once you go through the healing process and not go from relationship to relationship to relationship. Just put it on pause. Mm -hmm. They're going to be there. They're going to be around. They got apps now. They didn't have apps back when I was going through my process. The process, and, and to say it, even though it's been 11 years later, it's still an everyday process.
6: Mm-hmm. I just
1: want to be clear on that. It is not something that happens overnight. I would get angry and frustrated when people would tell me, oh, just get over it. It's not, that's not feasible. It's not like logical. Just get over it. It's going to take some time. Whatever time it may take for the next person, don't diminish somebody's healing process.
0: Mm-hmm. So we are talking to Tamika Smith. She is a four-time author and founder of Wordsmith Enterprises. So we talked a little bit about Shattering the Glass House, which was your first book. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us what it felt like to finally put it on paper and have it out to the world?
1: Oh, man, it was just so many emotions. I was feeling all of them. And so it was very exciting, it was liberating, it was scary, Uh, Mm -hmm. it was intimidating at times. And then you think all the people like, they like your stuff, then when it comes time to do the transactions, like, okay, I'm not getting as much momentum. What's
5: up? Right.
1: So just going through and learning, uh, you know, rejection. And I understood that some people, even though they were close to me or didn't even know me, but they still supported me it was just hard for them to understand how somebody like me could go through that and not understood. And so that's another thing that I help my clients. Like you're going to deal with rejection. Mm -hmm. So this is going to be a healing process through your navigating on being an author and entrepreneur.
0: Okay. So how did you come up with the name shattering the glass house?
1: So the shattering the glass house, it was like with me, I was living in this place and the wall behind the walls there was so much going on Mm -hmm. and so a level of transparency is when you are it's like a glass house and so but when you break that you're breaking the cycle you're breaking the silence first of all and you're breaking all the shame the guilt the condemnation Mm -hmm. that comes with that as well And it just, like I said, it's like a liberation process for me and for the person that's going to be reading the book.
0: Yeah. Okay. Your second book is called Gratitude. Can you tell us about Gratitude, how you came up with the title and a little synopsis about the book?
1: Absolutely. So Gratitude is one of the favorite books that people go to and because people come to me they're like oh my god you get so many affirmations on social media and all this stuff and it's just like I, I'm i just one of those people that just I, I had some stupid mistakes so I've learned, and, and through wisdom, it's just like okay. I like to encourage and motivate people, and be their little cheerleader uh, at times, and uh, because I know what it felt like to not have that support, or what I thought at the time, uh, not have that support mentally for myself. I learned how to encourage myself, uh, just like David in the Bible. I learned how to encourage myself so I can get from, you know, being in an abuse relationship. Uh, being in a shelter for 10 months, uh, going to a job that, you know, I was overqualified for, but I needed some steady income to get me to the right direction. So affirmations and faith is a big part of my whole process. I
2: don't need no sympathy. i
6: Take a walk, come and build with me here. Pick a spot, now sit and watch how the hood's with me. We put in work, conversation at a minimum. Uh-huh. I'm straightforward, no loose ends, remember who? Stick to the script, blueprint of an architect. Strictly bout business, that other sh- step off with that. I'm cold-hearted when it comes to my cash flow. I switch lanes and you ain't got good brain, that's my last. Terrible, ain't it? Fourth quarter flow, so faded. I brush them off like I just finished painting. But young, the straight villains, they don't know how to chill. Or can you tell the hungry who gotta search for his meals and that precious we don't know about keep the sword off in the couch that's the t- i learned in the south new jersey birthed me atlanta adopted me internationally known so ain't nobody stopping me Treated like monopoly and trap house your property boot your backyard and had the hood work for me mm, yeah bosses do what bosses do feel me yeah, I never really cared for the bully type. You cross me wrong, I'll show you what that bullet like. Too many haters, too many envy, too many skill. Too many fake, too many n- thinking it real. See, I'll cheer, you gotta watch who you deal with. Cause anybody and everybody ain't who to chill with. See, Marvin Gaye used to tell us how to sex a woman. Never did it, elaborate on how to respect a woman. I take it serious, point blank, period. Yeah, I laugh and joke, but truthfully, I ain't feeling uh-uh. it. You lightweight fam, you don't understand my plan. I'm on the brand, my new shit in Japan. You a locally? See everything I write is like tree. Can't compare you to me at all. I'm poetry. Streets may tell you what you want, but I ain't hearing it. Everything a n**** learned, I learned off experience. Divine showed me how to hustle. No fear for it. Major move, making clear that you can see I'm living it. Uh. I don't
2: need.
0: Subscribe today at YourBestLifestyles.com, a prescription for better health through an active lifestyle. This podcast highlights lifestyle-related diseases and chronic conditions that can stop or slow activities of daily living. Everything from human movement and performance, nutrient, joint pain, back pain, pre- and post-rehabilitation strategies, posture, flexibility, and more. Whether you're a competitive athlete or not, handicapped, or disabled, we will highlight the benefits of great health and wellness with some of the top medical doctors, physical therapists, chiropractors, athletic trainers, dietitians, nutritionists, and other expert clinical professionals in their field to promote and advocate that everyone have a better quality of life. Subscribe today at YourBestLifestyles.com. Once again, that's YourBestLifestyles.com. Your third book, Glow Up Girl, I love that title. Love that title. <laughs> Can you tell us about Glow <laughs> Up Girl?
1: <laughs> so Glow Up Girl, so this is me going a little bit deeper from the first book, Shadow the Glass House, because after I left that abusive relationship, I still found myself dealing with some toxic men. It mm-hmm. just wasn't good for me. Mm-hmm. And so... and and friendships as well, and and not having the boundaries that I needed to have for me to be a genuinely happy person, just putting on the smile, you know, my smile, that's my signature, but I wasn't truly and genuinely happy. So that was just another layer, layers of a part of my life that I wanted to be transparent about. Mm -hmm. to help other people. So I talk about an abortion that was had. I talk Mm -hmm. about the depression. I talk about forgiveness. uh, Forgiving ourselves first. Forgiveness is not waiting for an apology. Forgiveness is forgiving yourself so you can release all that negative stuff that happened to you. So with Glow Up Girl, that's a 21-day guide to living your best life after the toxic relationship.
0: Why do you think it's hard for us to forgive ourselves?
1: Because we have this false image and perception of uh, perfection. Mm -hmm. And we think everything has to be perfect and we're living a human experience. Uh, We don't always make the right decisions. We don't always say the right things or do the right things. So it's just a matter of us and society has a lot to do with it too when it comes to the perfect bodies and that we see in the images and perfect what we thought was perfect right. relationships. And so it's a lot to do with the image of perfection and just not being willing to live a human experience and be real about our human experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what is this fourth book about? So the fourth book. I thought I had it close by. But the fourth book is um, I Am Resilient.
6: Okay. It's an
1: anthology with what's called the Mompreneur Club on Clubhouse. And it's uh, the host of that anthology is Dr. Tavis Taylor. So shout out to her. And it's seven of us, 17 of us ladies, uh, single moms telling our stories and all of them are not about abuse and so that was another way for us to all tell our stories we all go through something but we persevere so that's what that book is about okay so you are doing a whole lot
0: you know <laughs> yes, right. from, from being an author you're a mom you have a day job you have Worth smith enterprises llc
1: how do you juggle all of this I'm not doing this on my own. I know some people say that, you know, um, I'm self-made. No, ma'am, no, sir. I have teams. I have people. I have my kids helping me clean up, doing chores. I have right. my kids doing stuff. I have uh, Antonio Centuro, my publicist. I have people in spirit, spiritual advisors. I have people helping me. My best friend, Victoria Nicole Washington. Well, not Washington anymore. But Hooks now. Right. And so uh, a lot of a lot of people helping me. A lot of support. My boyfriend, he's a strong supporter. I know he don't like me to talk about him, but hey, boo, hey. <laughs>
0: Able, hey. Okay. hey. <laughs>
1: Mom, family, yeah, all that good stuff.
0: Okay. So who
1: inspired you to start telling your stories? Who inspired me? I would say it was my grandfather. Um, I didn't know the magnitude when he told me in the courthouse to write down everything that happened to me when I was getting an order of protection. And so that plant that seed that was planted help you know god get the increase and and get watered and nurtured and and learning how to know the 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 business of books and so once i learned that and cultivated it and, and just let you know the different seeds that was planted have the four books and counting so okay so how does
0: one become a client of wordsmith enterprises
1: Good question. So, what they would do is go to business, and they will find all the information they need. If they need to contact me by email, you can definitely do that there. Also, you can connect on Instagram at wordsmithent and follow me also at Tamika Smith. Okay.
0: Well, I would like to thank you so much for being a part of Transparency Talks podcast. I learned a whole lot and I hope that my audience did too. I'm sure that they did. You gave some great tips for how to, you know, defining what physical abuse is and and also really breaking down the understanding of it's not just a physical abuse. There is emotional and mental and spiritual, as you said, abuse that's going on and ways to cope, well, not cope, but to heal and Mm -hmm. to move from that so I am so glad that you told your story and was very transparent with us I would like to again thank you so much for being a part of the show and with that everybody we are out of here talk to you guys later bye thank you for tuning in to Transparency Talks podcast baby I'm gonna leave you with one of my songs off of my first album this is called Distant Memory.